Good evening, everybody. Good evening. It's the Wednesday show. The Wednesday show. And like how we do here at Anointed Radio on anointedradionetwork.com. We're going to start off with a scripture and a prayer. And the scripture today will be Isaiah 12 and 2. And it says, Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. Yes, Lord. The Lord, the Lord himself, is my strength and my defense. Yes. He has become my salvation. God is there for you. You've never been alone. Despite how many times you felt people were against you, despite how many times you felt like you were by yourself, God was right behind you, protecting you from things you could not see. God is somebody here. There's somebody here, God, that needed to hear your voice. There's somebody here tonight that needs to hear you clearly because they're going through. Yes, Lord. With suicide on the rise, with attacks in the home, attacks on the family. God, right now, we, we just ask you to, to touch them in a major way. God, right now, we just thank you, Lord. We thank you for everybody that's tuning in tonight. This is our version of Bible study, Lord. God, we, we're coming together to talk about things that you have already ordained. God, we just thank you for everything that you're doing. We thank you for everything that you're going to do. God, right now, be in the midst, the midst of this show, the midst of the atmosphere. Touch everybody under the sound of my voice that's tuning in, that's going to listen to it on the playback on the podcast. God, we just ask you right now, to be in the room. Yes, Lord. God, we, we thank you for the new revelations you gave us in this midweek. And God, continue to bless us and be with us. And we just thank you in all ways. We said it all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. amen. This is Pastor Jay. And like always, you can find me at Anointed Jaylon. On Instagram and Twitter, anointed Jalon, J-A-Y-L-O-N. You could find me on Facebook at Pastor Jalon Calhoun on Facebook. And just wanted you to know that you are now listening to Anointed Radio Network. God is doing amazing things for the Anointed Radio. Amen. We have the app, so go and download the Anointed Radio app on, on Google Play Store and on the Apple App Store. And you can also ask my friend Alexa, hey Alexa, play Anointed Radio Network. And she knows our avenue. So stay tuned, stay posted. Definitely much love to everybody in our new time frame on on our uh, added show on Wednesday. See, Sunday wasn't enough. Amen. We had to add Wednesday and keep bringing you a great show. Yes. Amen. 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 One thing I want to do is shout out to our partner, our partner of the Golden Knights and the Las Vegas Raiders. Definitely go out and support our local teams. Amen. And just wanted to leave something with you guys tonight to think about. Despite what goes bad, just remember that God is moving you for a reason. Amen. You might not see why you're going through this. You might not see what's the reason behind things, but God has already ordained what's about to happen. So you just be ready and always remember when you're waiting on the Lord, you got to serve. Amen. 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 Right. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. Good evening, everyone. It's Lady AJ, and you should drop me a line at LadyAJ2020 at gmail.com. Good evening. This is Coach here. You can find me on Instagram at 910Coach. Remember, patience is a talent that a lot of people don't have. And today we have Mr. Big Keith, Keith. in the building. Yeah. Big Keith. Yes. Yeah. Big I Keith. made it. Yes. He's here. I'm here. And he's going to speak in the microphone. <laughs> hey, I'm going to speak in the microphone. <laughs> Amen. 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 Yeah, with the pastor, y'all. There ain't, ain't going to be no playing around in here today. Amen. <laughs> We're gonna have Big Keith after we're gonna we're gonna play a song. You know, we used to play a lot of songs, but we're just gonna play one song that touches me during the week. And this song got me through and it's called Something Big by Enrique Holmes. Enrique Holmes has been on the show. He's he's like a brother to me now. You know, still talk to him, go support his new song. It's trending already on the billboards, and it's called Something Big. Hope you guys like it. You've been praying, waiting on a change to come. In the midnight, wondering where's the sun. You gotta know that God always comes through. Just get ready for what he's about to do. It's gonna be big, big in your life. It's gonna be big, big in your life. Oh my God, he's about to blow your mind. You better get ready because it's gonna be big. So you've been weeping. something the next thing that God is gonna do in your life is getting ready to be real big he's gonna do exceedingly abundantly above everything that you could ever ask or think prepare yourself now because it's gonna be big let me encourage you I know you've been praying and I know you've been waiting but don't give up now breakthrough is on the way beautiful ashes joy for your sadness the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness.
amen, amen. Amen. Something big is going to happen in your life. Are you ready for the explosion? Amen, y'all. So, we have in the building the founder of Bully Busters. Yes, sir. Big King. Yeah, what's the, what's the hand clap, Factor? <laughs> you gotta get that button, I got man. you. You gotta get that hand clap button, Factor. Hey, 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 we need more donations, y'all. We ain't got no hand clap button. We need a hand clap button. <laughs> Automatic, just go flap, and they say, yay, they do all everything, yay. <laughs> I, I got the kids to do that. They got that on there. They got to have the hand clap. All right, I'm going to get that one day. Got to have it. When I grow up, I'm going to I'm going to send like it you. to you in the mail. I got you. We're going to load it right up, and you're going to pop, and that's going to be it. That works. <laughs> Amen. First, what made you start Bully Busters? Hmm. Well, it started back in 1981. But for me to take the program to our group, that was about 2005, 2006. Uh, back in 1981, I was going to school. I'm from New York. So I was upstate New York. We just won a state championship for 81 and 82. So my coach called me in the office, and he said, hey, Slim, because I was slim then. You know what I'm saying? You see, I'm kind of thick right there. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was slim then. He goes, we need to get you a tutor because, you know, your science grade is kind of messed up. Me, I was, you know, this is my senior year. We just won a state championship. To be honest, I didn't even know I had a science class. You know, I, I said, when did I get a science class? He said, well, you had it. You got a 63. I said, uh, well, all right, I got a 63, but I needed a 75 to get to where I want to go. I want to go to St. John's. So Coach said, all right, we can ready to get you a tutor. So I'm a basketball player. What did I think my tutor was going to be? A cute girl. Nope. I got Matt. <laughs> Back in the 80s, 81s, that was pocket protector time, glasses, you know what I'm saying? So I looked at him, and when you play sports, if anybody knows, when you play sports and you win it, everybody knows you. Even though you don't know them, yeah. they know you because they're talking about you, you know, the news and everything. So I looked at Matt, and I said, all right, man, we got two weeks because I had to pass this test. So I worked with him the first week. was kind of rough. Second week, I started getting the hang because, look, I ain't never been to science, bro. I went in there like, I remember, I think, one time, the first time, and that's when we dissected things. At that time, you know, 80s, 81s, you know, dissecting just came in. So I wasn't cool with that. Yeah. I had basketball hands, man. I ain't trying. I forgot I even had the class. That's how bad it was. I wasn't not trying to go there. So he worked with me for two weeks, got my grade from a 63 to a 75, and then he committed suicide two weeks later. Mm. So then with, wow. with that, at that time, then I lost my mother that month from cancer, and my dad killed himself. So in a whole month span, when I was 17 years old, I lost three good people in my life. So let's come all the way up to 2006, where it always was in my mind because I wanted to figure out how I was with him this long and mm -hmm. didn't see nothing. Right. And see, I'm a Virgo, but, you know, us Virgos, you know, we lock into something. We like trying to, and you got to remember, this is like 30 years ago, man. I'm, I'll be 27 real soon. <laughs> <laughs> right, Pastor? I don't mean to be lying in here. Nothing, <laughs> I look at I'm about to, yeah, if I dab my hair, I get, I get away with it. But back then, it was just that me trying to figure out something. You know how you like, man, I was with this guy this time, you know. How you don't know? Because that two weeks we was hanging out, it was like me in a different world. You know what I'm saying? I was a big basketball player when I was with him. I was just regular. You know, yeah. it wasn't no slim or all this. And he was like, cool, so... After that happened, and I went through my life and playing basketball was always in my head. So I moved out here with my son. 1990, I came to visit. 91, I moved here. So after working in the community centers, I always worked in the community centers. I was a single dad. His mother passed away when he was three weeks old in a car crash. 
So now I got a three-week-old baby. I just finished playing basketball. So I'm like, okay. So brought him to Vegas. Stopped doing a lot of private investigating work. You know, I used to do a lot of, you know, catching crooks and watching the cameras and doing things like that. So they called me from Spring Valley, and they was doing a, but we won a state championship. It was never done again. It's like 20 years, and nobody never done it. So they called us all back, and his family was there. So that sparked me. That's when bullying was starting to come back around. So when I came back to Vegas, my son was going to Valley, and there was something happened in the lunchroom, and this kid was getting picked on. So my son stopped it, and they said, hey, we got to suspend him because he got in the middle. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, we need to get some rules around here. Yeah. So I got a lot of the kids together, and what's so cool about that, I was working in the community centers. I always worked in community centers because I did product placement like about 20 years ago. That's what was my thing. I used to go on the road. I did Bow Wow, all the tours. You know, product placement is where you dress. You go to Oprah. We went to Maury. And you know how they come on show and they don't have clothes. And next you see people, they got on big clothes. You think that's the style? No, they just got clothes in the back because what they had on, they wasn't going to let them on TV with. Yeah. So we got to do a lot of that. I did Eddie Griffin, a lot of tours. So after that was coming down, that was 2007 when the Internet jumped in. So then the knee street promoters no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I had to reinvent myself and reinventing myself was creating bully buses because now I was getting to a point where it was coming back. Mm -hmm. And then the kid a lot of the kids that I was dealing with, they act, they sing a lot and they couldn't go to school. I mean literally they would not go to school because they was getting picked on because they was in the arts. Mm -hmm. They was doing dancing, singing, all that. And I was like, Okay, this is what we're gonna do. I said, I'm gonna create a show. First of all, we're going to create something. We need to do a program where you guys have something to reach out to. Mm -hmm. I mean, my only thing was that just listening to see how the kids was, they couldn't communicate with nobody. Mm. So the first thing I had to do was create something where they could communicate with us and still feel safe about it. Mm. So I got a lot, a couple of kids that pretty much could speak well, mm -hmm. went through it, because you have to go through something before you can talk about it. Right. right. And you can tell if somebody goes through something or not. You know what I'm saying? We we get to the age where you know you can be around somebody and be like, you know that ain't <laughs> <laughs> that don't sound like they went through that. But then when people come when they going through stuff, that's when kids and a lot of us, you know, we can get in a dark place sometimes. Grown right. folks do it, right. so you know you get a lot of people all the time where if you don't pull them out that dark place, you can be stuck there. Right. Yes, and it right. takes people like us to bring them to that light, even if it's just a little light that you can see. If you can bring them to them, that shows them that okay, it is a difference. So our job pretty much, just like Pastor, what you're doing, everything with bringing everybody back to that light. Mm -hmm. And right. that comes with people saying things about people. Me, I dressed a certain way, and I had to stay myself. I couldn't do this in a suit because the kind of kids, and everywhere I go, you know, they'll be like, oh, he got on a suit. Oh, let's throw pay. I go in there just like this with my jewelry on, some fresh sneakers. So now the guards are down. Mm -hmm. So if your kids is listening, yeah, I'm tricking you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tricking you because I'll be tired when I get home, especially wearing this jewelry, man, my neck behind me. <laughs> and all these shoes I be wearing, I'm walking like a weevil wobble because when I wear LeBron James shoes, I walk like LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> when I wear Kobe shoes, I walk like Kobe. You know what I'm saying? So now my body is going all out, but, you know, I have fun doing it, and the kids is listening now. So for doing this for five years, I started going around to the schools and I made a simple program. But I had the kids create it because they're the one going through the stuff. Right. So I've got a couple sheets of paper and I put bullet points on it where if I went into school, it was going to be accepted. Because now y'all looking at me, 
y'all take me good, but everybody at first, you know, you talk to me on the phone, <laughs> you're like, yay, then I get there, you know, like, is Big Keith here yet? I'm like, yay, that's me. <laughs> They're like, oh, you Big Keith? I said, yeah, how you doing? They don't, because the way I speak and I talk on the phone, nobody, and I, I love this because I get some places, and I was sitting there like 30 minutes last week, and they was waiting for me to come, and I was there already. Mm-hmm. So this could have went bad. I could have went in there and raised some king. I could have said, thank you guys for inviting me out. I'll talk to you later. And, you know, they tried to clean up. Oh, we didn't know that was you. So I was like, hmm, all right. So you talked to me on the phone. you like, happy. I just walked in there and told you who I was. Everything got, you know, everybody started doing a lot of stuff. And then they looking for me, and I'm sitting there. Then it's just me and there's another person in there. Mm-hmm. So even I tell kids, even when I go places, you know what I'm saying, it happens, it happens where people treat people bad because that's what they're used to or they feel in some type of way. Anybody make you feel uncomfortable, that's not good. Yeah. Parents, and I don't care, and everybody talking, we just talking about snitching and all that. Man, I'm an eyewitness. Only way I'm snitching is that me and you got something, you got away, and I told on you. Yeah, right? right. We that's did between, something together. Thank you. Can we say that again? We, we did, did something, something together. We ain't see something happening to nobody and just say, oh, we can't say nothing. Because you guys know that's not how it happens. Because if anybody in your family or anybody doing anything to you or to your family, you're going to say something. So is that snitching? No. Okay, you can't play both sides of the coin. And what I try to tell a lot of kids, you go like, 85% of the kids are good. Mm-hmm. You got that 10, 15%. You know how there's that one bully, he can get a bunch of people. Because right. I know how they work. The first thing they do is they be your friend. <laughs> then they see your weak points. Right. And, you know, lunch. I got this one kid when I first started, you know, his mom was like, boy, my, my son losing weight. <laughs> I'm giving him, he's getting sandwiches and everything. He's trying to say, oh, yeah, I traded, I traded. He was not trading none. He was giving it up so people leave him alone. Mm-hmm. Had one kid taking his mama's money. You know, when it starts getting to a point where your kid is controlled by something else, first of all, you should know your babies. Mm-hmm. Yes. I know when my baby is mad, happy, sick, really sick, playing <laughs> sick, <laughs> lying. To, you know, you know your kids. So if somebody comes to you and say, hey, your kid was climbing the wall, you'd be like, my kid might have been kicking the wall, but I don't think my kid was climbing the wall. Yeah. You know you know certain things that what your baby's going to do. So what I had to do is create something where everybody can accept it. Mm-hmm. So I had to make it short and sweet. Then it had to make sense because now I'm going into a field where it's teachers. Right. right. With masters. But you got to understand, they teach them how to teach. Mm-hmm. Heard that. Teach you how to teach. They don't teach you how to get everybody together so you can't teach. So now our class is 45 minutes. So now if it takes you 25 minutes to get the class quiet, how long you got to teach? Not not very much. And now with me being in that position, I get classes now. I get a seventh grade, third grade, and second grade. 45 minutes. So when they walk in, they need to know what they got to do, where we got to go. And it's a radio station just like this in the classroom. That these kids run their own show. Each table has their own radio station. And they talk about things that's going on. They write their stuff. But there has to be a team. Mm. Then I got some kids that didn't like each other. <laughs> Y'all working to be that's like all four or five of us is here. And we don't even none of us like nobody. Yeah, <laughs> right. So now we all you doing your thing, you mad, cause he over there doing that. Me and you need to be going because I need to be over there. I'm trying to get to where you at. So now <laughs> I gotta make sure that everybody's working together here. Right. And by the end of two weeks, I had them all working where it's a team, just like anything else, and I have to go to sports because a lot of the kids, what they doing now, I try to use what they doing now to help because I said, yeah, I'm the Mr. T of bullying. And they look like me. I said, what the heck is a Mr. T? <laughs> you know, they Google that up like Mr. T. They like, 
Oh yeah, I look like you. Is that your uncle? I'm like, oh God. <laughs> no, it's, it's not my uncle. Cause you know they seen the jury all of them see me wearing jewelry, so first thing they think, oh that's your uncle. I'm like, no, it's just that he watched over people, and that's what I do with you guys. So getting them, putting them together, and having to work with each other, they are gonna have to deal with people. You know, it's gonna be some people you like. It's gonna be some people you don't like. It's gonna be some people you don't like. And you gotta be around too, cause pastor, I know you get around some people, and that's why it was so funny. When I was married, you know, my wife, she didn't have, the, like, the poker face. So I could be home and say, oh, Lord, who do Then we see the person, she's like, <laughs> <laughs> rolling the eyes at him. Then he'd be like, hey, is your wife okay? I'm like, yeah, she ain't feeling well. <laughs> I get in the car, I'm like, yeah. Oh, what's going on? Yeah, come on, you're breaking the code. I can't, certain things you get. She's like, oh, well, I heard what he I get that, honey. <laughs> That's why she laughing. You know, you gotta, you know, this this is a hard job being around. You know, especially somebody in the community and deal with so many people because some people like what people do, and I get it. Nobody likes everything, but it's right. just that where you going and what you're trying to do. So when I created Bully Buzz, I had to create it for everybody. Right. White, black, Spanish, Chinese, even like in the cartoon art. You see, everything we do is everybody. Because you can be quickly said, oh, Big Keith just doing this here. I go to Sumlin, I go to Henderson, and believe it or not, right now I've been in Sumlin and Henderson the last two months because of what's going on. It's been girls lately. Because, mm -hmm. you know, that it's February. Mm -hmm. What's in February? Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Dun, 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 dun. Ah! <laughs> so now, you know, the girls are tough. That's my boyfriend, you know. No, so now the girls, and then they're emotional. They like the boys. The boys, you know, we don't like each other. You know, we're going to get it out the way. Girls, they don't do it. That's too easy. Yeah. They'll go around and tell everybody, oh, she smell. Oh, my goodness. Oh, she ugly. And now one is having a bad day. Because remember, we did this, you know, who's having a bad day. So yeah. she's having a bad day. Then she's emotional now. So now the whole school's on it. Then if you're not talking to me today, that don't mean I'm not your friend. Everybody meets, hey, hey, you know, I might hang with you today, like, yay, and hang with you tomorrow. That don't mean I'm not your friend, because, right. you know, you have to meet people. So with all this being said, when I open up this door to, to get into this, because now I got parents calling from jobs at work on that, that app that I showed you to record. Yeah. I got a call last week, and I, I heard some stuff on it. I was like, oh, man, we don't do domestic violence. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I said, is that a grown man talking? She's like, that's your husband? She's like, no, that's my boss. I was like, what? <laughs> they, they, yeah. took, they took Bully Bus in 702 to, to it, it man, applies to lady, everybody. She just got on and she said, I didn't know what to do. She said, I said, how long have you been working at? Two years. I need my job. I can't. I said, has he been talking to you like that? <laughs> For two oh, years. You know, I felt bad. I was going to call the gangsters. I was going like, to <laughs> call the pastor. I said, pastor. Pastor Chase looking kind of rough. I don't know how long I'll be able to take this, man. It's getting kind of thick over here, man, because some of the things that men do, man, and what people do to make people feel degraded is just unbelievable, man. You know what I'm saying? To make them feel better. Right. And right. then it's most of the ones that half them not reading, half them not writing. Because a lot of schools that I go to, before I got to the 100, I used to go in classes where a lot of kids were just doing that because they couldn't do certain things. Mm -hmm. So when it was time to read, they'd start acting up. And mm -hmm. you figure out Because they, they can't, can't read in the first right. place. You know, so now you have to take it where, you know, you're trying to, the teachers have to be able to open up those doors where they communicate, but you got to communicate with the parents. See, a lot of people say, oh, let's help the kids, but if we ain't helping the parents, I can't be in everybody's house all the time, yep. you know. So I've got to at least help the parent get, you know, what you need so we can make this happen. So at least if I'm giving you that, you know, God's gonna bless me anyway. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. It ain't about me. 
God, nobody would thought I'd be in school doing this. My buddies laughed and said, bro, you supposed to be on tour in Japan and doing all that. I said, well, God had something else for me planned. Right. You know what I'm saying? For me, and I give all the time. It's not like, oh, some people do a holidays. I yeah. get so mad with this. They're like, oh, yes, the kids need stuff. I was giving away bikes last spring or something. Man, I was like, pastor said, oh, man, you're making us look bad. I said, why you say that? Because you're giving bikes out even Christmas. I said, well, God, kids need stuff every day. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> right. So, you know, when I deal and I talk to people like that, you know, I still deal with them, but I, I back myself away. Now, now you know where you stand. And, 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 and it wasn't Pastor Jay who said that. Clarification. I don't want people yeah, to be like, Pastor him. Jay, you were saying that? No, I was like, I wasn't nah, him. that wasn't me. And that pastor ain't even around here no more. God bless him. You know, he, had, he moved his own self out. Because, you know, after yeah. a while, when you're, doing, when you're not doing God's work, and you act like you're doing it. It ain't going to last too long for you. It ain't going to last too long for you. So I'm just blessed that God put me in a place where I can still do it and be safe. Amen. Because right. you're dealing with a lot of people's lives here. This is serious. Remember, we was talking about when somebody call, it ain't because it's never a happy call here. Yeah. Yeah. Can you explain a little bit about your phone line that you have? <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> well, when I got on the school district board, and I was talking to the kids, like Teshi, I want to give a shout out to Teshi, Zach, all my kids that first started, because I had to get some kids that be able to speak, first of all, get everything that's in them and get it out. Because you know how some kids can, you know, they get emotional and can't do it, but they felt so strongly about it that it's like, okay, so I said, we need to create something. So the, the hotline was the first thing we created because I wanted to give them something where they could call no matter what it was, but it had to be different. I had to think, like, what can it be different where... These kids can get something right there. First thing is anything. When we go into anybody, even if we call somebody, we call somebody and they pick up the phone. We'd be like, Whew. no matter what it is, sometimes we don't even have to say nothing. Just let them talk. How many nights you get phone calls and after they say what they have to say, you say, okay, amen, good night. <laughs> Thank, amen, God bless you. You know, they said right. everything. They answered the question, asked the question. Pretty much got everything out the way. So he was like, They did easy. all the talking. Yeah. yeah. You just like, mm hmm. They just wanted to hear that. They just needed that other end. So now, yeah, yeah, so now if you call somewhere and you're going through something and you get an answering machine, that changes your direction of thought. Right. So if you think about doing anything and you was reaching out to that person and that direction just shot you down, you're, you're, on, the next, you're on the next thing going now. And that's why. You know, when the schools created safe voice and all that stuff, I get it to a certain extent. But now you're moving parents and teachers away from each other. Mm. Because now instead of letting them communicate, you're having some people, other people communicate that's not there. That's just like me and you going through something, but we're going to let them take care of it. And we're going to sit over here while we still go through it. And they right. still think they know what's going on, which they don't. So my thing is when we talk, when they call, somebody needs to pick up the phone. Amen. Somebody needs to pick up the phone. And with that said, when I got the answer, I want to give a shout out to them. They didn't know what kind of hotline it was. I set them up. I said, hey, I need somebody to pick up the phone 24 hours. They was like, oh, yay, you got a nonprofit. <laughs> I said, yeah, it's Bully Buzzers. They said, oh, that's good. The lady called me back a week later. She said, hey, we're not trained for this. I said, hey, this is what I need. <laughs> <laughs> they said, hold on, we ain't trained for this. Said, I said, all the thing I need y'all to do is write down the message and get it to me. And, you know, a lot of people is emotional. You know, some people, you know, operator called me getting kind of emotional. She, like, called me it was so bad. She called me on the other line, like, connected me straight through that. Because wow. now they into it now. They're like, hey, we saving people. These are saving people's lives. Now, this ain't like no regular thing we doing. Mm -hmm. So now with that, 
Now they answering the phone and making people feel a little more, you know, comfortable now. Because, you know, first couple of times they answer the phone and people like, we need to talk to Felipe. They're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a couple of was like, call the supervisor. I don't know if we want to work the bully buster shit. Two people moved off because it was too emotional for them because, like I said, there's no, you don't get happy calls. Right. So when we created, that was the best thing we had. For, we had it for five years. We had over 9,000 calls. We yeah. saved over 10 kids. And it, and it's a blessing. And the first time I got a call where I was in the middle where a kid was on the phone, like, I don't want to live anymore. And now it's a tracking on it. And thank God, God was in the same city in Vegas. Right. This could have been anywhere. Yeah. So if it could have been in the city I couldn't get to now, you know, I'm like in the back of my mind, I'm getting ready to lose some kid, but it was in Vegas. Then we had the tracking on it, and she was on the phone long enough where the police can get there. And when the police got there, saved and she had all these pills out there. You know, I was kind of emotional, but then I got to look at the parents. There's something else I'm going through now because that's where a lot of these kids getting this stuff from. Like us, when we go into the doctors and ain't using that medicine, instead of getting rid of it, leaving it around the house, mm. and then they go to school and they beat their buddies talking about it, and now they're in the house looking in the medicine cabinet. Oh, is this what it is? You know, and that's now I got to get parents into doing this stuff because a lot of stuff come out the house. People get mad, oh, not in my house. Oh, that wasn't my baby. Oh, come on, man. Everybody, we're not the same in the house with our parents that we are outside. If anybody said that they's the same, raise their <laughs> hand right now. <laughs> That's saying that we <laughs> right, Pastor, Pastor, let me move away from him, right? So, this is getting ready to go down in here. I wish I was the same. You know, they'd be like, yay, mommy. Get outside, be like, yo, what's up, cousin? You know, so this is what happens. So with, with, when we created the hotline, that was one of the best things I think that we did, besides the app. You know? And speaking about the app, can you elaborate more about it? Well, What's the, the app, name of the app? It's called Bully Buster Seven Hundred Two. Everything's Bully Buster Seven Hundred Two. You can get it on iPhones, iTunes. It's on everything, and it it is records for three hours. So we first I, we first created it for that, but I I knew they wasn't gonna just stay on there for that. You know, it's just got a record button. Okay, now when you throw something in there that they're interested in, like games. All you gamers, kids, we got every game in here. I got a thousand games. I even found five games, and I'm 28. Right. <laughs> I don't went up. You see that? <laughs> I'll be my real age by the time I get out of here. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm at 28 now. So you know, you get to find games, and now you got parents. Y'all can intertwine with them, and then it's a tracking on it. Mm. So you track your babies too. So what I had to do is make something where they was gonna come and stay in it. So now, you know, the first. First year was kind of slow because people don't like to get into things until, you know, they people talk about it, then they get in and be like, oh, yeah. oh wow, it's working. It's an app, you know. Then you get the people that say, it ain't, you know, oh, Big Keith, this is not going to work. This is not going to work. Now the app has got like 20,000 downloads. Wow. The radio station just Changing crashed. Changing lives. 20,000 to 50 you know, lives. You got to understand, since I've been doing this, bullying them went down 5%. Amen. Amen. But look, people Amen. know what somebody said. They said 5%. I'm like, man, bro. I, was, you know how many I started, kids there is? Bruh, I started with zero. <laughs> right. Exactly. With zero. Then first, after I saved four kids' life, I'm an expert. <laughs> that's yeah. what they said. Yeah. You know, but it wasn't about me. And you know, Definitely. that's how God works. When it's a God, what do you do? And this is what happens with me, because I lost a lot. I lost a lot of people that I loved. And you know what I'm saying? He kept me going with going through what I had to go through. But he always found a way for me. As long as I stay true to how I am and I'm the same all the time, like how I am now, he'll tell you I'm the same all the time. 
Now, if I don't like something, I'm kind of wisecrack, you You know what I'm saying? But I never be disrespectful, and I try to help people as much as I can. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Because you learn something new any, every day, and I try to tell people, anybody older than you, even if it's a couple of days, a couple of hours, they're a little more than you, you know what I'm saying? If everybody, you know, I meet the people that know everything. And me and them don't get along too good. <laughs> you know? Because you can't be 30 years old and know everything. You know what I'm saying? I'm knocking right. on almost 30. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting up there. Yeah, we're getting, we're getting up, up there, there big up there. You know? Step by step. Yeah, step by step. So when we created the app, we got a talk wall on there. They got their own radio stations, and they can hit the phone. They can do everything in the app. And that's what the kids do now. That's that technology. Me and him bumping our heads trying to figure this stuff out. We got the radio station at the house. Both of us looking at it like this, like, hmm. <laughs> we looking at the bump like, man, oh, man. So we call around. Then I call one of the kids before I left. He's like, oh, oh, don't worry. I know what you're doing wrong. I'll come in and do it. Now, I've been wrecking my brain for three days. Oh, man. <laughs> then I'll call somebody older than me because I think it's just the wisdom thing, right? <laughs> Nope. He's like, man, I, I, I said, man, I give you $20 of gas to come over and fix this. <laughs> but, you know, it's just something that I have fun doing. And when you see that you're helping kids and changing kids' lives. Right. You right. know, when you see a person one way and then you see them the next day and then just because you said something or that energy, that, that bump bouncing around and, you know, make a difference. And it ain't got to be that much. Right. People think you got to do so much for everybody. And even with women, I grew up with eight sisters. Mm-hmm. Women like to laugh and smile. Oh, yeah. If you can't make your wife laugh or smile, that ain't going to be good for you. Mm-hmm. Women are happy people. They like unicorns and flowers and it's green. <laughs> Yay. You know, us, we like, ah, greater rain and hot chips. You know, that's how I tell you. <laughs> you know, you know, girls don't like to get beat up and pushed in mud. You know what I'm saying? Don't you see they dress up? Yeah. So what make you think they want to get knocked down? So what I try to come at them with is you got to get along with each other and people like certain things. You like girls, right? He said, yeah. I said, why you want to throw dirt on them? Why you want to hit her? Well, I like her. I said, well, write a letter. <laughs> right. You know, because now it's, it's so different with all the videos and everything. 20 years ago, you can put a song on be like, baby, put some Barry White on. <laughs> this is how I feel. Boy, you put something on now, you might catch a case, man. <laughs> <laughs> you had to change the whole baby, not that song. That's the wrong song. Back in the days, you used to make yeah, the song. Like, you used to make baby, the, the, the yeah, mixtape Keep sweating all them, baby. <laughs> Listen to some Keep Sweat. I love you. Now, first of all, you don't understand what they're saying. And they might say something and be like, uh-oh, did I miss something? You know, you oh. can't slow dance no more. Right. There's no more of that. You know, music don't have that how it used to have when we came up. And I try to tell the kids a lot of remake songs that they hear, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's from St- Marvin. Right. It's Marvin, who? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No clue. So they don't have no clue. So what they doing now is just that even with the skinny jeans and all that, back in the day, we wore them baggy. They thought we was crazy. But I'm glad we was in that time. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I'll take the baggy jeans after this, boy, because I see a couple of kids. I them. take the baggy jeans, no side purse. I don't yeah. want none I of that. I don't want none of that. that. Man, you know, us, we like to be comfortable. Amen. You know, we can't run in skinny jeans. You know, I don't even wear flip-flops out too much. Where I come from, you don't wear flip-flops unless you're in the house. You know, like walking around outside in the store. I'm from New York, so, you know, you got to always be on guard out there. You know, yeah. we don't just walk around flip-flops and, you know, think it's a... People do a lot of things out here, so there's so many people come in. So between the app and the hotline, I think that was two of the main major things that I gave kids a connection. Yeah, I wanted to ask you, tell us a little bit about the book. Okay, the book. Okay, you guys, the book came with the kids again when they did the cartoon that we're starting. It's called Bully Buster 702 Crime Fighting Cartoon, where they created it in seven kids, where they started where seven kids in school, 
and I have a camera, like Charlie's Angels, you know, you have the cameras right. over there. I said that, you know, shoot, that was over their head. Yeah. So <laughs> I got cameras in the school. When I see somebody getting bullied, I call the Bully Buster Defenders. And all the Bully Buster Defenders is a star basketball player, you know, star athlete, uh, a, board of, a teacher, everybody that's in the school that people use. And what's so phenomenal about it that the kids, they wrote this themselves. I mean, mm -hmm. it came, I didn't have to do, the only thing I did was get it to the printers and all, they wrote this themselves, and that's why I get emotions a lot when I do this stuff, because these are some talented kids where you can open up some more, I don't want no more basketball players and athletes right now. I'm like burnt out, you know what I'm saying? Because shooting the basketball and teaching somebody is two different things. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't care, Everybody, every one of us should be able to encourage at least five people in your lifetime, Amen. where you can look back or they can say, hey, if it wasn't for you, at least five. When they started this, it's all be keep. If you just reach one kid, you'll be doing something. I'm like, one kid? <laughs> you think this is going to be like one kid? And I really had to throw myself into it because I had to change me too. Mm. You got to understand, you know that? You can't be out there like strip club, like, yay, to be, be a buddy, down a bully. You know, you can't be certain places, and I get it. You know, you got to pull yourself certain areas I used to be able to go in. Certain areas I can't go in now because I can go by and see them and be respectful. But me being in certain places that people's gonna look at me different, I can't do it. Yeah. And that's then that comes with anything. And I had to take a sacrifice. And and I had you know a couple of times, a couple of places I was like, well, this is about twenty years ago, buddy. <laughs> but you know where God got me in a place now is that I go and do what I have to do. I come back and I'm I'm thinking about more stuff to do. You know, the people say, when do you sleep? Well, I'm like, I, we do, people like me rest. We take naps. Like we might sleep three or four hours, and next thing you know, we up and. That's what we do because we're thinkers and people is not too many of us, but the ones that we are, we create things. So I have to tell God every night. I say, okay, <laughs> cut me off. <laughs> I'm like, all right, God, give, you know, bring me down now. Okay, ease me. You know, I say my prayer to get my brain back to where I need to be, but he puts me in places where I'm creating more stuff now. Because then after the app, then it was the hot, then it was the cartoon. So when they came with the books, it's just a knockoff of the cartoon. So now you can read it and watch the, right. you know, so then you can teach in the book. What's so good about the book and how they create is where my thing is teaching. So if we teaching them, if you teach them better, they're going to do better. I don't care. If you take 10 kids and you teaching them one way, you at least eight of them going to get it. Right. You know, then the other two that don't, they're going to follow along because what else is it going to do? You know what I'm saying? It's always going to be somebody. So when you can get something that I can teach in, that was my whole thing. I didn't just want to give them something that they can read a book. So with this book, it goes to the cartoon, and all the chapters is, is a different chapter about what they went through. Right. So you got put-downs, name-calling. And I, I like about the book is, you know, once you read the context, you got questions and discussions that you can have with somebody else. Right. So that right there can open the floor. If somebody's dealing with gossip, and you, you hint at, well, let's go to this and, and, and figure out a way, ask these three questions to get that kid to speak about it. Right. That's the hardest thing that it's I like, see is like getting kids to topics. speak that's on, it. on being bullied. As soon as you get anything out, and that's with all of us, as soon as we get it off our chest and we get people where you can start working on it, that's the first thing I tell them. I say, first of all, when I get a lot of kids and they're crying and they're upset, first thing I do, I don't put fire on fire. I say, okay, let's calm down. You're sniffling, you're sneezing. Let's clean yourself up and we can figure out what we got to do. You know, put fire on like, you know, and a lot of people do that because that's how they was brought up. Right. And right. that's how they calmed them down. But you got to understand, you're not that person. You're a teacher. Just because you give a lot 
and somebody don't give like you, you can't be mad at that person. Why? Because that person ain't you. Amen. You can be giving somebody all your heart, then you think, hey, they should be doing the same thing back. No. And when you start thinking like that, then you feeling taking less on yourself because nobody's like you. So if you gave, you give, and you give just because somebody don't give to you like that, you can't be mad at them because everybody's different. And, and that's why I like to say you, you, I can't expect the next person to think how I'm thinking. No. You can't. It's not going to happen. And, and Pastor Jay says common sense ain't always common sense. Because mm-hmm. what's common to me may not be common to you. And that's never it. think that your perspective is the only way to do it. And that's why I say we can agree to disagree. Right. We can, agree, we can agree to disagree. You know, it's crazy because you said something earlier, and I wanted to bring back up to it, is that um, kids have to realize, shoot, not kids, everybody, everybody need to realize that just because I disagree with you or I don't like what you're doing don't Me mean out. I hate you, Thank that you. I'm not cool with you, Thank that you. we not cool. Because people automatically feel like if I'm not a yes person, if I'm not a person that feels cool with what you're doing and I stand for what I believe in or if I'm saying I think that's not smart for you or things like that, and that's that how I, I feel. Because mm-hmm. my, my stepmother told me something that was deep when I was younger. She said, if I didn't care about you, I wouldn't say nothing. Nothing. I wouldn't say nothing. Why? Because then I'm wasting my time. Right. And you don't want to waste your time. And when you feel that you have to waste your time, especially on some kids, there's something going on with you because – a lot of us, you know, they used to call it ADD back in the day. Right. It's a new name for them. It's like an IP or something like that, you know. But ADD, what they did back in the day, you get a couple of whippings for it. Yep. So then if you ain't lose it by that time after getting your butt whipped, then they might take you to get some medicine. Be like, oh, no, you want to act up? You get your butt whooped. Then if you stopped it, you was good. But if you kept going, you had ADD because something was wrong with you because you was getting your butt whooped. Yep. Ain't no more butt whippings. Can you imagine what the big mamas is going through up in heaven right now? Man. They're like, ooh, baby. baby. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. I know that boy did not put his hands on that teacher. Oh, Lord, I would have went to that. You know, now you got teachers, parents, and teachers hiding out because parents is coming in because they listen to the kids. So uh, she called me a name or she called me nappy headed. I mean, parents is coming in there with pajamas on. They come in here. <laughs> then after they find out their kid done did something, then they feel sorry after them talking well, to them. Not, not all the time. I work at Rancho High School. Uh, yeah, that ain't always the no, answer. No, to, no. They, 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 be, they still believe, and then they act a fool, and then school police got to be involved. And then it's a whole different ball game, and that's why I tell a lot of parents, yeah. too, first thing when it's your kid, everybody get defensive. Right. You know, you could, your kid come home stressed out about somebody else bothering them. First of all, they ain't scared of you like that. So that means somebody else is making my baby <laughs> this scared that they don't want to go to school. On, now we got a problem. Mm-hmm. But then, like, it's one your story, their story, and it's the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, because my thing is, too, that's why I don't lie. I lost I lost a real good girlfriend when I was about 18 because I used to lie all the time. Then when I told the truth, she didn't believe me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but baby, I'm telling the truth. Nah, nah, nah. You, I'm like, but. So that, that made me because then you got to remember lies. You know what I'm saying? You got to remember the first one and the second one. You got, you know, deny you all over the place. So what I try to tell them too, own up to what you do. Right. That's the first. That's how we get past it. Because now, if you get caught, because I tell kids, grown ups, nine times out of ten, if they ask you a question, they know the answer already. Right. Yep. We ain't gonna be asking you thinking like we be scratching our head, like trying to get you to give us the answer. We know already where you need to be in this little vicinity where, okay, they get it, or okay, you just being crazy now. So I try to give them opportunities and things that's going to help them learn. You can't holler and scream at them all the time because, like like we said, everybody learns something new every day. Right. 
know what I'm saying? So hollering and screaming never been my thing. Then with teachers, I try to come at them with, hey, you got to understand where these kids are coming from different neighborhoods because even at your school, you got some teachers that should be in Henderson. You know what I'm saying? You got some teachers that says, hey, this should be over, you know what I'm saying? So I think right. the Board of Education needs to sit down and put the people where they need to be at because they need to see what they are and who they are. They right. don't see a lot of ke- black people, a lot of Spanish people own a lot. Spanish people own, but a lot of black people are not owning businesses. So a lot of the kids is like, why we can't own, you know what I'm saying? You can. You don't can. let this other stuff, that 15%, that's what I call it, the 15%, because they control so many. Mm-hmm. You know, it was this one bully that was in school that I knew what he was doing. I was a basketball player, but I knew what he was doing. He, like, controlled about six, seven people. You know, and I ain't not even doing nothing. I mean, they, like, stressed out, like, ugh. He come in, he's like, whatever. And, I, you know, we talk about it to this day because he was trying to get a job, like, about 10 years later, and he ran into one of them. <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs> Probably was the person that was looking to hire somebody. Yeah, but yeah, but still, you know, he had to come to his realization and, and apologize, right? Because he was being a jerk, and even with me, when I like about ten years ago, I was going through my thing, and I had to get baptized. I mean, I got everything because I had to let some things go before God was going to push me forward. Because I was holding some things where I had to let go. Yeah. You know, some things that was on my heart, and my mind, that shouldn't have been there. So after I got all that out the way, he cleansed me of that. He started giving me my blessings. And people don't understand, you can block your blessings with holding on things. First of all, you can't do nothing. It's done already. Right. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Let's let it go. You know, you hold some things like, ooh, if I can, you know, this person did this or my family or somebody did you got to let it go. God's going to take care of everything. God's going to do it. And that's why me now, I don't stress about anything. I'm not going to, as soon as God wake me up, it's easy now because now I got the same 24 hours as everybody else. Hmm. When God wake me up, ain't nobody going to stop me. I wake up, I'm like, yeah, all right. Ain't nothing you can tell me from when I walk out that door until I get home that's going to make me feel bad about myself. Because God got me here for a reason. Everybody here for a reason. We, you know, we might not be here tomorrow, but if we are, it's because God got us here for something for us Amen. to do. That he's leading us in that Our work's way. not done yet. No, it's not done. And, you know, I, got, I lost a couple of buddies, and, you know, and, and they was good people, but what they, how, the way they was living wasn't right. You know what I'm saying? And like I tell you, drugs and doing all this extra stuff, it ain't no retirement from it. It's jail or dead. You know what I'm saying? And now the way it is now. Off grave. Yeah, now they taking your families now. They going for your mamas and your, you know what I'm saying? It ain't even killing you no more. It's like, huh, what's going to be worse? You here by yourself. Your mama ain't here. You know, they start. So now it's a whole different ball game. So I just try to give the kids other stuff. What you want to do? You can't play basketball. Okay, you say you do. What you going to do after that? Like my son. He wanted to play basketball, but he had to have something else to do. What else you going to do, bro? You want to be a hula hoop? Just as long as you're the best hula hoop. <laughs> I don't care. We want jump rope. Whatever you want to do, just be the best. Whatever you want to be, be the best at it. So he wants to start cutting hair because I was a hot mess trying, you know. I was trying to cut his hair. A couple of school pictures. He's like, oh, my man. He's like, ah, oh, dad. So he started cutting hair. Now he can ready to open up his barbershop out there in Salem. He went to school. He played ball, and he had to understand that. He wasn't going to go to the pros right out of school. And there's different ways you can go to the pros. Back in the day, it was just that you had to graduate. You know, maybe it was a prep school or something. Now, you can go overseas, China. Yeah, you know, the you doors can make, are open. Yeah, doors is open. So instead of going the route that he wanted, he, they had to give him a different route. Mm-hmm. So he went through school, and some people see him in China, and he went and played basketball, made him some money, came back, opened up his barbershop, get ready to go back. So, you know, this dream came through, but it just came a different way. And everything, you can have it planned in your head, but God know where you're going already. Amen. Quick question. 
Let's talk about your award. Man, I got a award. What does that thing mean anyway? Tell me what it is. <laughs> I am the what? Pastor? It says... It says, let freedom ring, inspiration, the Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Award. Oh. Presented at the Las Vegas Black Music Awards on January 20th, 2019 to Keith Bowen. I can't see the small one. Yeah. Press man, on you the need that button. I'm going to send that to you in the mail. I'm, 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 I'm waiting for I'm, it. I'm going to get it. As soon as I get to school tomorrow, I'm going to make sure y'all get that box. I'm going to have my puzzle to right okay. okay, got you. <laughs> But it says, for leadership and courage in the community. Rawr. <laughs> Eat a mean old line. Rawr. <laughs> I want to rain. That's wonderful. Amen. That, this was, that was one of my, these are one of my good wars, another one, because I got one Martin Luther King in 2015. And then I got the Black Image Award, award from Ken Bailey and them, that magazine. A lot of them, then I got a couple of years ago, I got the Michael Jackson 50th Anniversary Award mm. for what I do in the community for the kids. So that was kind of the awards. I don't really, I don't get too excited about, but certain a couple of them, you know. Then I was talking to Judge Mathis last week because I met him at a party with Albie Short on. You know, I'm hanging around everybody, and I told him about the app, and he like pulled me to the side. He's like, "What I need you to do is just stay focused and stay in your lane. Just stay doing what you're doing. Don't try to do other stuff you can't do because you're a resource." And I start thinking, I'm like, pretty much because if you call me and I don't know it, just give me five minutes. I'll call, you know what I'm right. saying? That's what we do. We resources. Food, clothes, shelter, anything that I can do that I know. If I can't, give, if I don't know myself, give me five minutes. And I sent him a text the other day after I got this award because, you know, I was feeling, you know, you be doing so much and you don't feel like it's working. And then you have a parent, somebody send you an email saying, thank you for giving my kid his life back. You know, that's priceless. Mm. There's no money you can pay me for that. Right. And you know how we get around, we're like, man, am I doing enough? And then God will do something and be like, oh, all right. Makes or just sense. seeing the kid different from after when you talk to them and seeing them now and just seeing them make, make that progress. I love that so much and I get emotional and my family's like, you need to, I'm like, no, but you got to understand what I went through. You know what I'm saying? Because now I'm saving kids and I ain't doing too much. Amen. I'm just opening up doors just like God did to me. I should have, you know, a couple of, when me going through school and going through my stuff, he could have got rid of me quick because I was in that era where, hey, I'm a celebrity superstar. I'm Big Keith, you know. You know, I had to humble myself. Then after I had to humble myself, you know, I look at everything different. Right. And people understand that because don't nobody like everything. Right. You know, but I don't need nobody to like me. I just need you to respect me. Amen. It's a difference. You know, liking me, because I got some buddies that I, I can hang out and we go to the clubs and all that. But then I got my buddies. I got my buddies when we going to do business. I know who to grab or know who got my back. Or, you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, you got your party buddies. You want to go party? Be like, yeah, I know they're going to party, but that's all they're good for. Right. <laughs> they ain't good for nothing else. You see them once a month, but then you got friends that you don't talk to so much. But when you do, it's like... You don't miss a beat. And they can live in different cities. Yep. It's just that the communication and the, the vibe that you guys have. So we're just opening up the bully buses and seeing that it's working and people is taking to it. And I haven't had no complaints yet. Amen. Amen. Because when you call, I have to do something. Right. You're calling. You know, you're calling. Even, even if I just pass you on to somebody, my job is done. Yeah, you did something. 
got you to where you needed to be. That's it. So you got the, you asked me for the information. I got you, and then you know what happens. Sometimes when information ain't good, they call you back. <laughs> ah, Lord, 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 Lord. So then I got to sit them somewhere else, and some people get along with each other, and some people don't. I get it, but you remember, if you ever send somebody to somebody, and it don't work out, they come to see you first before they even call them. I ain't talking to her no more. I ain't oh, talking yeah. to him. They right. done messed this up. It's your fault, but now you got to fix it. So what I just try to do is give people, put them in the right direction, and let them be successful in trying to get their kids back. Because back again, you, you when you start losing your babies, that's not good. Because right. now you're feeling that you failed, and now you're taking a lot out on yourself. Then you're looking at something that's not as far off. Because kids do things, like I said, they can't read or something like that, and they're doing weird stuff, and you're thinking they bad because of something else, but you don't know your baby. Right. So, this would be last question. Where can everybody find? Where's all your resources, websites, man? Let's put Bully Buster Seven Hundred Two in the Google search. Everything will pop up, and that's what I tell people now. I don't carry business cards. He carried the business cards. Now I said, Google me. <laughs> that's how. Keith. Yeah, Big Keith, just Google me. It's gonna pop up. And it was so funny last week. I, you know, I do background. You know, people do background checks on me before I come. I had twenty five background checks. Oh wow. That's a lot. That's a lot, bro. So that means they really think I'm out here running around like a jailbird or something. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to help the kids. Don't tell them I'm a felon. You know? <laughs> Come on, man. You know, but that's how people are. You can, there's so much going on in the world, and I'm not mad at it. You know what I'm saying? Because I want you to check who I am. So now you respect me for instead of you thinking, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I went to college. I'm a felon. I'm clean as a board of health. You know what I'm saying? I deal with the police department. I deal with the school police. I deal with psychologists. I deal with everybody. That's what I do. Because that's what God put me. Amen. I wasn't like this all the time? No, of course not. You thought, no. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day. You know what I'm saying? You have to learn and get yourself, put your mind together where, where you're trying to go. And it's going to be things that get in the way. You know, there's always something they throw there and be like, whoo, you got to duck back and then you got to regroup and Things happen, and then he move things away that you think you need it. <laughs> then it's gone. You be like, "Hey, I didn't really need that anyway." Right. Be like, "God, boy, you're a genius, God, because I need to move that because he moved a couple of things out my way that I thought I needed so much. I thought if I didn't have them there, I didn't know what I was gonna do. And when they left, he got me through that morning period. You know, I call it the morning period where you, you dust yourself off and then you look at what you have to what other people don't and how you feel and, and your health and you know it's one thing you can't you can always make some money you might not get your time back as long as you got your health and you learned something right yeah because no everybody's not perfect you know and everybody has to learn some people that got in each one of our lives that didn't know how to love us mm-hmm. and it ain't got to be like loving a relationship just being a friend you know what i'm saying because yeah. like me and him we go through our stuff we laugh and joke but if he ain't in a good mood or something wrong with him i know that's my friend yeah you know what I'm saying? You know, you guys been around long enough. You know, y'all could be sitting somewhere and be like, oh, what's up with you? You know what I'm saying? And that's what we got to do sometimes as friends is pulling us up because we got to know each other. Because you don't know what everybody's going through, man. If we can read minds, can you imagine? Woo! But we can't. And I was like, man, they should put a dot on everybody's head. You know, like a, like a strobe. Like, what's that little ring they used to move ring? Oh. You guys like to change colors. <laughs> <laughs> Just put it on your head and everything. Then we can figure it out, but we what's can't going do on? that. You know, because a lot of people smile and even money. People have so much money and they're still miserable. Right. I live rich every day. As long as I wake up, I got food, 
I'm content. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be no millionaire and all this. Like, oh, Big Keith, you making money from bullying? I'm like, well, first of all, I had a job and I was Big Keith already. I was Big Keith already. Yeah, I was Big Keith already, so I'd just pop up like, yay, I'm Big Keith, just the kids. You know, always did entertainment. I always took care of myself. I was always out in the community. And you know when you're out in the community, you can't have stuff where people talking bad about you now. Right. You, you can't. It just take one time. So that's why where I go and how I move, man, I move with people, and I move with people that are just like me. And sometimes they say, oh, Big Keith, you going home, get ready to go to sleep? Yes, that's safe. <laughs> right. Yes, I'm, God got me back home. And then a couple of buddies come over to the house. Who's they leave? I get the sage out. Cause <laughs> he tell he walk in the house. He said, "Man, what's going on?" I said, "Yeah, my cousins was here, man. <laughs> I had to get the sage out, open the door, put the fan on. I rolled around. Lord, you know they, you know they be bless them, Lord. Just cover them in your blood, Lord." <laughs> I keep sage on deck. You got to make them. People bring stuff to your house. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pastor, you know people bring stuff to your house. Man, you got to bless that yeah, door. Yeah, you got to bless the door. I get the I, I, I can tell you right now, when you bless that door, people stop coming to your house. That's it. They're, 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 they're like, oh, you want to go to, mm-hmm. go to Pastor Jeff. Mm. They got that smell in there. It's yeah. kind of make my belly hurt. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or they start walking in there, and they be, like, they be, they be un, un, uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. It's see, because when you bless that house, the blood is covered, and, and then the spirit that is, that will, that's attacking that person is going to feel uncomfortable because he wasn't assigned to you. So he's getting caught off guard. Yeah, he's like, oh, smoke. And he's now like, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait, much. wait a minute. This is this is a different realm. Yeah. This, see, the person I'm attacking don't have as much power as this person that's blessed his house that I walked into holy ground. Hello, somebody. Mm-hmm. Oh, y'all are going to get me start preaching. See, that's what I'm talking about. So. With that being said, you have to. I bless myself every morning. I got my blessed beads on. I got my oils. Uh, you know, I take this stuff seriously because where I'm at, I'm in a, a danger zone because the devil is real. Man, he's seen you doing the work that you're yeah, doing. So I don't he's going to attack you. Yeah, I don't get the baby bird. Get. You, know, you get the. I don't get the little devils no more, man. <laughs> no, no, get man the, little. the big ones coming out. <laughs> <laughs> the little ones, they're like move out the way, man. You can't deal with him. Get out of here. Yeah, right. He, as soon as I hit the floor, they like. Uh, all night they be trying, you know what I'm saying? I be laughing. As soon as I get up, I know they like, oh, God. But little devils, oh, I don't, they don't, I don't mess with them no more. I pass them. Right. I'm at the ones that, you know, that really go after your family. You know, when they can't get you, they go after the people closer to you. Yes, and that's like they did with Job. See, that's what they do. Went they to his wife and then went to his friends. That's what. So that's why people that you have have to know you. Right. And it's all about. I tell people, watch what people say. You can see what people do. People say anything. Their character, that means so much to me. Character. And with just helping people, like when people work for you or do something, if you can't pay them all, whatever you can do, you give them something, people still respect you for that. Right. When you're always trying to get over on somebody and you got a reputation for it, it's going to happen. People's not going to, you know, trust you for certain things and you're going to lose out on stuff because the only thing you have to do is take your time and pray on some stuff. You can't take care of everything. You know how much stuff I was like, Lord, you know, I. This is a, for you. I can't, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to outthink or try to do something which he got planned already. So I just get up. I go and do what I got to do. And every day he just blessed me up to do something different. And me and him have fun doing what we're doing. But we love because it it's not a job. You know what I'm saying? When you're helping anybody, you know guys how it is. When you help one person and they come back and they're happy, man, that's a blessing. You know, we're taking yeah. that with us. We ain't going to be standing in line trying to get to heaven. <laughs> we going straight in. We got the limo yeah, pulling up. Yeah, I'm having the big wings. And be like, Yay! <laughs> I ain't gonna be looking down there with Biggie and Tupac and them still in line. I'll be like, y'all still in line? 
I'm almost 50. <laughs> but 96. <laughs> I'm oh I'm almost 50. <laughs> We're getting there. Yeah, I'm getting how old I really you, am around here. You got 20 years up now. Yeah, I'm good. Amen. So, so we, I first want to say thank you for oh, coming on the show. Thank you, guys, man. Appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you on the show, giving us your, your mission. That's your mission. You know, God yeah. gave you a calling and a mission. And, you know, a lot of people get old and gray before they figure out their mission. And for you to be operating in it and knowing it, that's a blessing. Amen. Amen. Care nobody. That's why I let my beard, my mane grow. See, your gray need wisdom. Yeah, that means because I had to stop dying it because it was getting too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I just said $60. I said, hey, we need a new look around here. Every time? I said, man, I need to create some eating diet, something like that. So I just said, man, whatever. I, I tried some spray stuff. That didn't work. It was getting all over my clothes. So one half of my head was gray and the other half was black. I was looking like a transformer. <laughs> so, but, but so like I, I said. You ain't never laughed that much. You ran over here in the face. I know y'all going to talk about me for the next couple of days. It's going to be like Big Keith that took over. Amen. Oh. <laughs> Amen. We definitely appreciate you coming on to the show, but it's about that time. Oh, man, I got to go, y'all. What time is it? It's Wednesday, so it ain't time to go to church after this. So um, I want everybody to understand that you are listening to AnointedRadioNetwork.com. Make sure you download the app at oh. Apple or Google Play Store. Yeah, just like mine, Bully or, Busters. Because, just like Bully Busters. Just go wherever Bully Busters is, you can find it. Right there. Right place. beside it. And you could go ahead and ask my girl Alexa. Hey, Alexa. He's stuck on that Alexa. He like her, right? <laughs> See, Alexa know my name. I was <laughs> Alexa. <laughs> Alexa, if you just say, hey, Alexa, turn on Anointed Radio Network, she'll tell you all about us. So, but this is Pastor Jay. And we definitely appreciate Big Keith and Bully Busters for coming on to the show this Thank this you, night. God. You know, on our our first Wednesday night. Man, man, first I'm Wednesday blessed, night. I'm blessed. I'm gonna go home, watch some TV. I got my new buddy, Cookie, my dog. Oh man, she's precious. Precious and Cookie. See, that's two that's two black phrases right there. Cause that's two black movies. Yeah, I was gonna change the name, but I didn't want to wigged out because I was gonna call. Her. <laughs> You know, she was grown already when I got it. said, her name is Cookie. I said, I don't want her name to be Cookie. I want her name to be King. <laughs> the lady was like, are you really? I said, no, I'm just playing because I'm a comedian. She was like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Don't say <laughs> Dog is old already. So definitely make sure you follow Bully Busters at BullyBusters702 at all the following things. I believe you guys are on Instagram and Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. I'm, I've, I've been running off Twitter because number 45 been on there stressing me out so much. So I, I try not to stay on Twitter too much. I'm in and out of there. You know, I'm in and out of Twitter, man. I think that's not just shoot. I think that's everybody. Yeah, I know Twitter's like, man, can you get off of Twitter? You're making my numbers go down, man. As <laughs> soon as he pop up, everybody pop off. <laughs> He's on there. Oh, God, we can go to Instagram. It's, it's time to go to Instagram. So, but speaking of Instagram, you can find me, Pastor J, at AnointedJlon at Instagram, or find me at AnointedJlon at Twitter, and that's Jaylon, J-A-Y-L-O-N, anointed, just like the show. Or you can find me at Pastor Jaylon Calhoun on Facebook. Man, you all over the place, man. I'm everywhere. <laughs> I am everywhere. No matter where you search, you can find me. So, just wanted to leave this out there with everybody. Just, yep, what she said, Alexa. Yeah, I told Alexa. you, Alexa, know me. 
So, um, like always, I just want everybody to know that your actions have a reaction. So be smart with your choices. If you're not part of the solution, you are part of the problem. Man, you could have waited for your time. You, you, that was, it's coming to you. It's coming to you next. I want you. You got to come up with a new one. I got another one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely make sure that you tune in to all of our platforms. You can listen back to this broadcast on our podcast tab. Go on anointedradionetwork.com. Go to the menu tab, push podcast, and you will be able to hear tonight's broadcast and the full of it and this fun. See, it's fun on Wednesday because it ain't, you know, it ain't Sunday. So we it can ain't put too the early in up. the morning. Yes. Hey, we're going to get so, you one. Keep, yeah, get here at 630. What? <laughs> <laughs> I got to be to church at 8 because I do the early service. So I can get in and out of there. Now you got me at 6. Oh, Lord. So we made it, made it work. Now we got Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. But if anybody wants to donate or help the Bully Buster 702 uh, nonprofit, definitely check them out. Reach out to them and see how you can help in your community or help that program. Yeah. Excuse and me, one more thing, Pastor. We're doing yeah. a new kids' magazine. I want to touch on that, too, where All right. we're doing just a kids' magazine, resources for kids. So anybody that got kids' businesses, reach out to us. We're putting a whole little book together for parents, from dentists, from ice cream paws, everything kids. And please have a business license. Amen. Keyboard. Let's say it again. Business Keyboard. license. Business please, license. Please, because, uh, you know, it's want to be safe. And that's the best way we can be safe is you having a business license. So wherever the kids go or something like that, these kids are protected. And I understand that people are trying to start their business and all that. So at least get your business together. Don't start doing half of it and have to go back and do other stuff. Start doing the stuff that you need to do so you don't have to go backwards. And we even help you do that. You know what I'm saying? We want to help people start their businesses right. right. You know, start. You got to take it out your head and put it on paper and start making the steps. And you got to make sure it's, it's needed. Right. You know, a lot of people that does businesses, they create things that they need. What right. about other people? You know what right. I'm saying? You got to make sure it's a, a mass of people that's going to need this. And when I touched on bully buses and everything, it's been happening so long where, you know, we was growing up, mama said, don't go down 12th Street. You know, Ray Ray and them is over there. You know, <laughs> you, might, you might have to take the long way home sometime. You know what I'm saying? This has been happening. But it, what what happening now is that everybody gets to see it. Right. Because now the phones and the internet, you know what I'm saying? Before, if you had a fight in the block, you ain't had to worry about it at school. You can lie your way out. Oh, boy, we had an even fight. Now it's a video. I fell. I (laughs) fell. But why your eyes swole up? Oh, we just both of us eyes swole up. You know what I'm saying? You can lie. It's still faster. Yeah. You know, it's just unbelievable, man. I just thank you for giving me the opportunity to come here and talk about what I do because when you're doing good things, people don't talk about it. Amen. They wait till you mess up. So, you know, when you mess up, oh, yeah, we knew, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not going to be that statistic because too many people depend on me and not just kids, grown-ups too, because I'm giving them something where they can be something. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Because it's never too late. You know, I tell kids, it's never too late. I got an old man, he's about 50, almost my age. <laughs> <laughs> he almost my age. I'm almost be at my age when I leave here. He wants to start something that was in his mind. I'm like, bro, you don't want to leave here. Don't try Right. At least if you fail, you try. Right. Amen. I ain't no what ifs, ands, or buts. That's it. I don't care anybody out there that's listening. If you have anything in your mind and you want to do it and it's on your heart, everybody's not going to like it like you. First of all, your dream is yours. Amen. Don't think everybody's going to be like, yay. No, you're going to get some people that's not, uh, okay. Then you'll get some people that don't. But never quit and try it. Try it. Reach out to the people that did it before. 
you know, I called Damon and from Shark Tank and Master P and all of them, and I asked them why they answered the phone, and it was a serious question. They said, because you don't ask for money. <laughs> you ask for advice. That's more. Mm. I want to talk to people that did it. Right. You know, yeah. if you did it already, give me something that's going to help me. So I just got to put my little twist on it, but it's mine. You know, when you keep asking people for money after a while, you know how that get. Mm. Be like, you look at the phone, be like, oh, we know what they <laughs> oh, Send the voicemail, you know. <laughs> then when they do catch you, call you somebody else's number. <laughs> they be like, hey, man, I, I changed my number. I'm like, oh, who number is this? Oh, this is, you know, so just please, you guys, if you have anything on your heart and God put it on you, try it because uh, he's leading you. Everything that you want to do might not have to go. It's not going to go that way. Right. God got this planned already. Now, you can have a feeling. Just go with where your heart is and where he leads you. Amen. Amen. Have a good evening, everyone. Tune in on Sunday and stay focused. Amen. And this is Coach here. You can find me on Instagram at 910coach. And uh, just want everybody to know, it's okay not to be prepared for the storm, but what is not okay is not adapt to your new situation. Amen. 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 And we're going... To see y'all on Sunday morning and Sunday Ooh. morning early. Gotta get up early in the morning. So you come here and do radio, then you gotta go do church. Amen. Oh yeah, every Sunday. Mm, mm, that mm. shows how dedicated. But we're gonna go ahead and start off, and we're gonna leave on a musical note with some Ty Trivet. Doesn't matter. What the problem? Oh, work it. Yeah, any type of situation. He work it. Yeah. I don't have no job. Work it, 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 work it. Yeah. When spring some fall, trouble keep coming out nowhere. Doesn't have respect at all. Somebody gonna do it somewhere. Wonder what you're gonna do. Wonder if you're gonna make it. Wonder how long it'll take and will you ever get through. Can't see the light of day nowhere. The enemy tried to make you feel like pain on me. But you know, like I know that trouble will never last. Yeah. So hold your head up high. God is on your side. And he loves you and he cares. He's so faithful. Doesn't matter. What the problem? Go on. Work it. Look. Any type of situation. He. Work it. Oh, 